This is the Ramsey Call of the Day, part of the Ramsey Network. Joining me today is Ramsey personality, Dr. John Deloney. Jordan's with us in Little Rock, Arkansas. Hi, Jordan. How are you? Hi, Dave. I'm doing great. How are you? Better than I deserve. What's up? Uh, So I just went through your financial peace university and the legacy journey, and it was awesome. Great. And uh, my question for you is kind of following in your footsteps. How do you become a billionaire? A billionaire? Yes, sir. I've heard you say that's one of your goals, and I know you said like mutual funds won't get you there, and it's kind of capped at like five million or something like that. So no, it's not. It's not capped. At, it's not capped at that. But what I said was was that uh, we've just done this book, Baby Steps Millionaires, and the difference in a million and a billion is a billion is a thousand million. So you know, you you can become a millionaire. Everybody can. Uh, without a doubt, using your 401k and funding it generously, like following the baby steps and then getting your house paid off. And that's the typical way people become millionaires. Uh, the first one to five million is what I was saying on that. It doesn't cap at that. But um, there, there's only so much, though, that you can put into a 401k. And uh, so there's only so much you're going to have in a 401k. So you're not going to get to a uh, hundred million dollars in your 401k it's not it's not mathematically possible so uh and that would only be a tenth of a billion so the typically now i don't uh i'm not an expert on billionaires i am on millionaires uh, i have studied them and i've looked at the numbers a lot uh i'll tell you what i generally see uh all the forbes 400 is now billionaires there's no nobody no one in the forbes 400 that's not at least worth a billion at least one billion um, and uh, Bezos is hundreds of billions. I mean, it's crazy. So, but uh, the vast majority, seventy uh, percent of the Forbes 400, the wealthiest people in America, are uh, first generation, meaning they earned it from nothing, and so they didn't inherit it. That's good news. So that means a lot of you got a shot at it. Um, the billionaires that I have personally met, and I've probably met now in person uh 25 or 30 and i've you know studied and read about a lot of the others the vast majority of them made their money in a business they created a thing they created a thing okay so you look at michael dell okay you look at uh truett kathy or bill gates you look at bill gates you You look at uh you know oprah winfrey these are business people that created a business that became very very large and so the vast majority of my wealth beyond the first 10 million net worth that I made has been from the business Ramsey Solutions. Gotcha. So is that something where it's like you need to take a company public kind of thing? Could or don't have to. Uh, Chick-fil-A is not public. Ramsey Solutions is not public. Uh, you, Hobby Lobby is not public, and David Green would be on that list. Do you kind of still hold the same principles with, like, financing businesses like that i don't finance anything we're, no we're, we're starting something there's like no, there's that. no there's no there's no indication debt caused them to become a billionaire uh but what it did it was some kind of a they were adding value to the marketplace they're adding value to the community and people paid them for it so they they you know bill gates uh, you know most famous example comes up with a personal computer right apple 
you know, uh, uh, is not attributed to a singular person. But where, where you're adding value, you're, you're the, a good or a service that you are bringing is uh, extremely valuable. Um, Elon Musk, you know, is um, uh, adding value. Uh, with the Tesla and, and SpaceX and so on. And, and uh, so these people, and a lot of them are people you might not be household names like we're mentioning. Those are all multi-billionaires. But the first one to 10 billion even, uh, an unusual number of them did it with a business. Hmm. I can't, I don't have actual facts on it uh, in terms of, I can show you percentages or I've, I've broken it down or I've done detailed research, but that's just anecdotally looking at it and saying, okay, who's on that list? Where'd their money come from? And you just kind of do it that way, and uh, it's kind of a common sense approach to the repeat to, to the first round of what could become detailed research. But I doubt I'll do detailed research on a billionaire. Where did the narrative come that if you were wealthy, it's because you did nothing and someone gave it to you? Because the the data in your book says that's false. That's just simply inaccurate. And then I had never even thought about the billionaires. I'm sure there's Saudi princes and whatever. And it, but these folks, like, man, talk about right place, right time. The world shuts down, and I got this little company called Amazon that delivers stuff to your door. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, like they created something of value. Yep, and and that's where the money comes from. You know, it, it's the, the someone got helped, someone got served, someone got entertained. Yeah, and that's where the money comes from. But this and narrative so, is that. Well, the narrative is Marxism. I mean, you cannot support communism as a as an economic methodology hmm. uh, unless you first have to lay the groundwork and say uh, that that all of the wealth the, that the aristocracy that has the wealth are evil, hmm. and so it must be taken away from them. You have to vilify. You got to make somebody better. And the right. problem is, is in America that the, the people that they're vilifying are successful people. And the problem is they're successful helping other people. They're helping so other the, people. And so the narrative won't hold water uh-huh. in America because people are walking around going, no, I know that guy. He's not. I know that gal. Yeah. They're not. I don't hate Oprah. <laughs> right. You know, I'm sorry. You know, you can't. It's not. It's not legal to hate Oprah. You know, it's not. <laughs> exactly. so, I mean, you can't. You can't. You know, I'm not. You can't go, okay, kill all the rich people, you yeah. know, like, a, a uh, you know, a, the Russian Revolution, right? Yeah. And uh, which was brought on by Marxism and brought on by communism. So you, it, whether it's a, that level of violence or not, you can't, in order to say that, that life is unfair and so we have to have anarchy, we have to change the whole system of economics to, mm-hmm. to one where everyone is equal, right. okay? Uh, the only way that that works is you have to first vilify the ones that have the money. Those who are above the, the bell curve are evil. Yep. That's how they got And, there. you know, if, if they if they were uh, Russian aristocrats uh-huh. in 1901, you could go back and probably prove that they were yeah. inbred, huh. evil, and had no reason for having the money. Hmm. The money was handed to them, and they brought, provided no value to the community. So it was a lot easier to get mad at them, kill them all, right. and Karl Marx, you know, steps up, right? And so th- that's... Uh, uh, that, but but the but prof- love him or hate him, Jeff Bezos drops boxes off at my house. Well, he doesn't. I know he, he has he has somebody do it for him. <laughs> he but, does. Yeah, but but, but I mean, he, he provides me with a service. Yeah. Whether you like him or not, you know, a lot of people use what he has. Yeah, and uh, whether you like Bill Gates or not, or whether you like you know uh, the whole Microsoft movement versus the Apple movement or whatever, all that doesn't matter. Uh, it doesn't matter. Bottom line is, is the personal computer has changed the world. Right. 
you and I have things sitting on my desk here that filled a room uh, just a, a generation ago, right. the, the brain power. And so, and those men, the Michael Dells and, and the women are involved in these things in Silicon Valley, and, and they brought value. Right. Now, are there robber barons out there? Yeah, of course. By and large, everywhere, though. But by and large, they're not the norm. Right. The norm. And so you have to say, you have to vilify success. And it just is, it, it's, they're having trouble doing that in America because the data is against them. That's, that's yeah, the, the data is so clear. It's very clear. Yeah. And so you go, okay, uh, you know, how, how can you make it without some Jesus chicken? I mean, you got to have Chick-fil-A, <laughs> right? So um, it's like, a, it's, it's a, you, you know, if you don't have some ever so often, you're just not okay. So it's, uh, they serve a lot of people yeah. with the fastest service at a drive-thru anywhere right. and high quality hot food. And, and they're kind. And wonderful teenagers working there that know manners and wear a belt. And it's pretty amazing. <laughs> And, um, you know, so it, it's, you know, how are you going to vilify that? Right. Uh, well, you have to if you want to tear it down. Huh. You first have to make it bad if you want to tear it down. And that, it, and, and the problem is it's a lie. It's not true. It's, yes, not, it's true, not true. And so wow. it won't hold water. It's hmm. not, it doesn't work here. So you wealth inequality people, sorry, you're going to take your communism to a different continent. It's not going to work here. Thanks for tuning in to the Ramsey Call of the Day. To check out all of our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.